Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar, and this is our special podcast edition, How to Feel Better. This is a four-week program, daily podcast episodes, weekly packets that you can download from Uh, All you have to do is subscribe and you'll find that link in the show notes. You get a weekly packet to guide you through exercises to help you feel better. So let's get into today's episode. All right, we are in week two, step two, which is about exploring emotions. And let let me back up before I tell you about today's exercise. Understanding your emotions is a prerequisite or it's like the thing that comes before you build emotional resilience. So you may know that I wrote a book on how to cultivate emotional resilience. It's called Onward and it has a companion workbook. And I'll say the main book Onward is geared towards educators The workbook can be used by anyone. It has one activity for every day of the year to help you cultivate your resilience. So I've written a lot about resilience. I teach about resilience. In Onward and in all the presentations I do on resilience, I spend a good amount of time incorporating lessons about how to understand and engage with your emotions. In some places, this is called developing emotional intelligence. That's actually a phrase I'm not crazy about either, so I don't use it very often. But emotional intelligence is a precursor to building emotional resilience. You cannot build your resilience unless you understand your emotions. And I know so many of us are are into this idea of building resilience. We're all about that. Like, yes, I want to be more resilient. I want to be able to respond to the challenges that pop up in my path. I want to thrive and not just survive. That's my definition, or it's the one I use most for what is resilience. It's our ability to thrive and not just survive in the face of adversity. To do that, you have to understand your emotions. You have to explore them. So one way to do that is through this term that we often use called reflection. That's a process by which we think, by which we sometimes we, we, we can reflect through talking or writing or usually it's, it's a cognitive experience where we look back at something, we unpack it, we explore, but it's a, it's very much sort of a cognitive experience. Reflection helps us clarify what we've experienced, helps us clarify what we're thinking and feeling. It's a way to process emotions and it is it allows us to make changes in our lives. So for today, I've got a resource for you, which um, I kind of kind of laugh or kind of chuckled, whatever that sound was, because it's massive. I love reflecting. 
I feel kind of sheepish about this. In When I was teaching once, I taught a, a group of students. I taught them for three years when they were in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. They were part of a, um, a group of students I had when I helped to open a new school in Oakland. And when they were in sixth grade, we did a ton of reflection. It was one of our core values. And at the end of the year, I remember I had them like, I give them all these prompts to reflect on things like how they had developed socially, on how they had, you know, grown in English, on how all these things. And then I had, I gave them a series of questions to reflect on reflecting. And I remember some students kind of like throwing their hands up in the air, like, come on, this is enough already. You're making us reflect on reflecting. Um, so I'm big on reflection. I mean, I'm a coach. That's what I do. I guide people through reflection. So be warned, the reflection prompts, the, the guide that I'm giving you, it's got 30 questions. And these are big questions. And I'm encouraging you to respond to them sequentially, to take your time. So I recognize that the middle of the week may not be the time to do this. And maybe you want to save it for the weekend. Or maybe you can spend time on this today. I mean, if you can, that's great. Why not? I also decided to give you both the long guide and then I gave you a short guide because I am going to be realistic and understand that some of you just may not have and may not want to spend the time doing the long reflection guide. Maybe not now, maybe later. And so at the end of this reflect on the last year activity, you'll see the five questions I decided are the most powerful questions, the most important questions for us to reflect on in terms of this last year. And when I say last year, I'm talking about pandemic period, okay? I'm talking about whenever it was, January, February, 2020, until now. And even though we're not out of it yet, all of these questions are still relevant and meaningful now. So maybe you just wanna look at the short list of questions, the five questions, or maybe you wanna do the law, or you can do both, of course. That is your choice. So that's what I've got for you today. Um, I'm I'm so curious if some of you do this and or when you do this, do the long. I'm so curious, like which of the questions were surprising, which ones were more meaningful, more useful than others. There are a lot of questions there. Um, I'm going to do the long reflection guide. And I am and part of me feels like. Do I really want to go back through all of this? Do I really want to think about all this again? And I do. I am making a choice to do this because I'm going to turn towards my emotions. I'm going to explore them. And I know, I absolutely know that by doing this, it will help me to relieve the knot of anxiety that was tightened in the beginning of the pandemic. And maybe I will have fewer nightmares about monsters in the ocean that throw their tentacles on me and poison my body. Okay, that was my nightmare I described in the beginning of the episode on Monday. I know that by turning towards the last year and unpacking all of it, my I will be less likely to have 
supernatural science fiction nightmares. That's why I'm going to do this. All right, friends. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>